0: Good morning and welcome to another mini Monday episode of crime over coffee. We're your host. I'm abby
1: And i'm erica today i'm going to be telling you about the definition of a psychopath and some of the characteristics That they exhibit
0: So, pour yourself a strong cup of joe and let's dive in
1: I'm sure many of you have heard of the term psychopath or sociopath. These two terms are interchangeable a lot and used frequently in our episodes. Abby and I tend to refer to different people as a psychopath or sociopath and they are the same thing. So These terms get used incorrectly a lot. And a lot of times people refer to somebody as a psychopath or a sociopath as a negative way and not necessarily in the sense that it's supposed to be. They're just trying to talk down about somebody because it is a more looked down upon disorder.
0: I do think a lot of times it gets used kind of as an insult, like a trigger word, like stop being psycho. You know, people say it so offhand like that.
1: Exactly. And the diagnosis sociopath and psychopath are not actual diagnosis. You cannot be diagnosed technically as a psychopath or as a sociopath. The technical diagnosis fall under the category of antisocial personality disorder or ASPD. There are kind of two types of psychopath. It's primary and secondary. And primary psychopath is typically because of a genetic cause. There's something in your DNA that is causing the psychopathic tendencies that you have. The other is secondary psychopath, which is more of an environmental cause. So something in your life happened, whether it was a traumatic event or a physical event of some sort that caused damage to the brain and leads to you having this, you having psychopathic tendencies. The basic definition is just that it's disconnect in the brain that makes you lack emotions. Dr. Prakash Masan is a psychiatrist and he also is the founder of the Centers of Psychiatric Excellence and he says that the main characteristics of a psychopath are socially irresponsible behavior, disregarding or violating the rights of others, the inability to distinguish between right and wrong, difficulty with showing remorse or empathy, the tendency to lie often, manipulating and hurting others, recurring problems with the law, and general disregard towards safety and responsibility.
0: I know that right and wrong one specifically a lot of time gets brought up in trial and stuff like that when they're trying to rule whether someone is mentally insane or criminally insane and whether or not someone can distinguish the two.
1: It is a big one. And then the other big one I think that you always hear about is the fact that they can't show emotion or they mimic the emotion of other people around
0: them. They can't like empathize with what other people are feeling.
1: Yes. So Dr. Masson says that someone exhibiting this behavior may also lack deep emotional connection, have a superficial charm about them, might be very aggressive and get very angry sometimes. So those are some of the characteristics that you're going to kind of see right off the bat with somebody who has psychopathic tendencies.
0: And the thing about it, too, is that people don't realize, think, is that there's kind of varying degrees of it, wouldn't you say?
1: There is varying degrees of it. Dr. Masson talks about how people with psychopathic tendencies tend to be very abusive, but not always in a violent way. A lot of the ones that we talk about on our episodes are in a violent way because that tends to be our main topics, but it can be verbal abuse. It can be emotional abuse. It can be just hurting someone and lacking the remorse for what you've done.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people coincide being having the psychopathic tendencies with being a serial killer or a murderer but you can have these and still live a crime-free life it's not they don't necessarily have to go together they can but you know you can have these and not be a murderer i think that's the same with all mental disorders Mm -hmm. you can exhibit
1: the characteristics and have the tendencies of them, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to succumb to every single stereotype about that disorder.
0: It's just like with different illnesses and diseases, you might show some symptoms without having all the symptoms. You know what I mean? It's it's not always all or nothing.
1: Yeah, so a few facts about ASPD is that more men than women have this diagnosis, which I thought was really interesting
0: I almost wonder if men would agree with that, but it is interesting. You know, you always hear that um, stereotypical women are crazy and all this, and so it's funny to hear that.
1: that that's And that's kind of why I wanted to do this episode, because I feel like so many people just throw the word psychopath around and they don't always understand the true meaning of it. Another fact about it is in order to receive this diagnosis, you have to be at least 18 years old. But some people can show signs of it as early as age 11, and that can kind of be an indicator of it and to start looking out for some of those tendencies. It is a chronic condition, and they say that it seems to improve with age, the older you get.
0: I wonder, too, if that's just kind of from learning from other people and your surroundings what's acceptable, what's socially right.
1: Exactly, it's it's like the nurture of nature versus nurture. You're learning through the people around you. There is actually no medication that really helps with it. Some therapists will prescribe different medications that can kind of help with some of the symptoms, but nothing actually treats ASPD. The main treatment for it is just counseling and therapy, and kind of working through and coming up with different coping skills other than some of the psychopathic tendencies. A few famous psychopaths that I'm going to name off are Ted Bundy.
0: Which is funny because as soon as you're describing the charming thing earlier, my mind instantly went,
1: oh, Ted Bundy. And he is a big one that a lot of people think of. And a lot of people really know about him, which is why I wanted to start with him, because he is a prime example of a psychopath and someone that I think people know a decent amount about Mm -hmm. especially they just released all the new documentaries and information about him and movies and
0: yeah I think one of the initial thoughts of Ted Bundy is oh he was so charming and then it goes to but he also killed all these people and it's weird because like that happens with serial killers and we know that but not all of the examples are popular famous you know infamous I guess is a better word for that so Ted Bundy is a good one that like you said just everyone's like oh I know who that is.
1: Exactly. And so I'm going to, the other ones I'm going to name off, a lot of you have probably heard of Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer, Ed Gein, who is somebody we will most likely never cover on this podcast because Abby says no.
0: I don't say no. It just makes me cringe. And there's a good chance erica will be the one doing the bulk of the research for it and i'll just have to sit here and listen to it
1: (laughs) and the last famous psychopath that i'm gonna tell you about is one that we are actually going to be covering here in the next couple of months so stay tuned the zodiac killer So many of you probably do know about the Zodiac Killer. I feel like the main thing that people know about him is that he wrote letters in code and would send them to the police and well would send them to media outlets and then have them submitted to the police so that they could kind of try to decode them. The police were actually never able to identify who the Zodiac Killer was but his crimes were showing the lack of empathy that i was talking about earlier that goes with the psychopath and that's why they believe that whoever this man was the fact that he showed lack of empathy and all of the times that he was taunting the police these are all tendencies that lead police and investigators and psychologists to believe that whoever the zodiac killer was he
0: was a psychopath so stay tuned and listen in for our zodiac episode and learn even more about
2: So please go to FireDeptCoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast, where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode.